It's the Sunday Chronicle on Stax 92.1. It's the Sunday Chronicle. We gon' give the news and keep you up to date. From crimes to the politics, you gon' know what's up about your way. We give two thumbs up to everyone out here doing their thing. We gon' show men love to all the ones working hard in communities. It's the Sunday Chronicle. Good morning and welcome to the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stax 92.1 FM. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. I'd like to thank my listeners for being here again on another Sunday morning or catching me via podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support and keeping us going. It's actually been a year since we've been here with Stacks and been developing this relationship, so I'm very excited about that. It's a very big milestone. This is episode 32, and for episode 32, I would like to introduce my dear friend, Miss Morgan Elizabeth Cole. Period. And we'll, we'll tell you more about the period at the end later. But with that being said, I'd like to hand that over to my very special guest so she can introduce herself and tell uh, tell you all a little bit about what she does and why she has such a love for the community. Morgan, thank you so much for being here today. I am so happy that you took the time out in your busy, busy, busy schedule to be here. Will it me? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Giannis. Yes, so my name is Morgan Elizabeth Cole, which you know, um, and I am a mom of three. I live in Meridian Township with my husband, um, and then I uh, have been with the court system, Ingham County Court System, for at least, well, I guess you could go back to law school and say I started in the 08, maybe, but I've been employed by Ingham County uh, since 2013. Uh, Prior to that, I worked in D.C., Ah, nice. uh, doing uh, regulation work uh, for a corporate or a large law firm, doing also corporate matters. And then uh, we moved back to Michigan because uh, I met my husband in law school, so he's originally from Michigan. Okay, so you found your boo doing what it is you're passionate about. I did. All right. But it's a fun <laughs> story about how. Um he is left-handed, and I am right-handed. And ah. we were in torts class, and his arm kept hitting mine and messing up my notes. So I put paper clips down, and I said, don't cross this line. And sure enough, here we are. <laughs> oh, and he fell in love with that, and he liked that structure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so while at Ingham County, I've worked for Judge Aquilina okay. uh, as a law clerk. Uh, back then, she was also a court of claims judge in addition to a circuit court judge. Uh, after leaving Judge Aquilina, I was a um, friend of the court. I think they're called facilitators now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it used to be conciliator back in the day, Okay, uh, which is essentially the first level of determination for custody, parenting time, um, et cetera, when someone comes to the court and there's, there's children involved, et cetera. So you make the initial determination. Very rewarding job um, by far. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm no different than anyone who had ever come before me. I'm a parent. I have good days. I have bad days. But the reality of it is you have to be at a very interesting impasse to come before a stranger and say, hey, I don't know you from Adam, right. but decide the rights of my children. Right. And and I know that has to be 
a very difficult position to be in, you know, because it's not about, you know, getting somebody to side with you necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about the best interest of children. And so I just know that, that um, you know, that must have been very difficult. But you are here. You've had uh, several positions within Ingham County as far as from a legal standpoint, which I believe is wonderful. I mean, and, and I hear a little birdie told me that somebody in this room, not me, is running for or working for justice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They are, uh, they have a family and they're here because they are uh, for families, right? You're for I, families. I'm, I'm for families and I'm for children. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, being a court employee, period, is about public service. And I view being a judge as public service. Yes. Um, and that's always been ingrained in me from my father, who was a captain in. Um, the army nice. um, to ultimately getting to a point where I had lost the woman I loved the most, um, my mother to addiction and mm-hmm. and seeing the different agencies and, and helpful individuals and organizations to help mm-hmm. those who um, hopefully don't have to go down that path mm-hmm. and don't have to be a child of that. Well, I'm glad that you're doing this. I mean, Morgan, you have a job that's very demanding, you know. <laughs> And not only one job, but two jobs because you're a mom and a wife, so that's three jobs, and now you're running for office. And and so I want to take my hat off to you, uh, my virtual hat, and say thank you because you have all these things going on. And I have you here because in the midst of this, you find the time, you make the time, and have the strength to run a Countywide, not citywide, but countywide campaign. So, I mean, how do you get through that? How do you get up every day when you have to? You know, I'm not saying you have to peel yourself off mm-hmm. the bed, but what 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 keeps you going? Um, so, first, my my current job as probate register and court administrator has been very rewarding. We were deemed essential. And that's Um, where we met, right? It is where we met. Um, And serving those vulnerable um, individuals in our community, we deal with mental health, minor guardianship. So from a work standpoint, there's always someone um, who has a greater need Mm -hmm. than my need to rest, essentially. Um, And then, you know, it's important that I show my my kids. You know, for every success there's going to be 50 failures Mm -hmm. but it's how you handle those and you get up and you start a new day and you you try your best sometimes it's it's not as as high as you want but right um I have to do that and and you know there was one person a long time ago that said oh you know you can't possibly run for judge and have three children and um I said okay watch me Right. That, yeah, I, that'll get you going, won't it, when people do that stuff? Yes, yes. <laughs> when they do that, yeah. And I wanted to say, you know, I have really, I mean, it's an honor to know you because I was able to see, um, let's say, the law or the justice system just from a softer perspective that I didn't know really existed because I know, um, and this is what uh judges have told me it's not like the job to necessarily work for the people but uphold the law right Mm -hmm. and with that being said what do you think you'll tell yourself 
to make sure you know you're you're in this seat say let's mm-hmm. just say let's go hypothetically and you're in this seat you know or for real you know but you're in the seat and how do you separate that how do you say well this person you know this decision lies in my hands but at the same time i know this was right this is justice this is the law like how do you how would you move forward with such a difficult decision so yes as being a judge you st- you should stay in your lane, meaning you're a branch of government. You're you have to uphold the law. Mm-hmm. I'm not a legislator. I wouldn't, you know, have that ability or, or executive powers, but simply to uphold the law. But more importantly, to the application of the law is the finding of facts. Mm-hmm. So it's those factual determinations that really matter when it comes to applying the law as written. And so, a, an example I say that everyone probably could relate to is that there was someone who stole. Mm-hmm. food, right? Why did they do that? You could either just say they're a kleptomaniac or they like to be a shoplifter. Right. But what if they have three kids at home? Right. They might who are be starving. starving. Yeah. And yeah. so those are the facts that are pivotal. And it's having compassion, humility, and perception to make those factual determinations while always upholding, mm-hmm. you know, the law and remain remaining fair and impartial. Um, but it's the factual determinations I think that are paramount, and you have to have that ability mm-hmm. to be um, to be open to every possibility. Hear the different possibilities, whether you find them credible or not. That's a different story, mm-hmm. um, but it's paramount to do that. Well, I'm I'm just um, I'm happy to 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 be here. This seat that you're running for, this is due to the um, impending retirement of, of, of Judge Clinton Candy the Third, correct? Yes. And, and, he, and is, he was on the show a couple of weeks ago. He is, a, <laughs> he is a wonderful example of a judge. He's met so many different milestones mm-hmm. um, and had so many different um, hiccups in life and still continued to push forward um, and, and do so with grace and be humble about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has endorsed me for this race, and I think there's nothing more uh, that can speak to a candidate than the person who is retiring, mm-hmm. um, indicating this is who I, I I think is the best suited. How do you feel? Because this is like, and I'm, I'm looking at you, and I'm so proud because I'm a woman, mm-hmm. right? And I've seen so many women, people of color, I've seen them, uh, take these positions and it really makes me proud mm-hmm. and just to run for these positions how does it make you feel because it gives me like tingles <laughs> <laughs> um, it it it's very exciting but also it's it's been very eye-opening because there are so many wonderful candidates out there yeah. and simply because of funding um, they're not able to really come forward yeah and yeah. I can tell you that the majority of campaigns are, unless it's like a huge, huge raise, right. they're probably over 60% funded personally. Yeah. And so we still have a ways to go, and we need mm-hmm. to make it so that there are more people um, who have the ability to run for office because the greatest thing in democracy is for the voters to have a choice. Right. As soon as you start stripping that away because of, of costs, et cetera, accessibility, Oh, it changes so much. It does. And for women, people of color, we're doing better. Yeah. But let's do great. Yes. We have the ability to do great 
things. And with that being said, I want to remind my listeners that you're listening to the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stacks 92.1 FM. This is a platform for community because community knows what community needs. We'll be right back after this break. I'm the type to dance to her very own beat Ask me where I am, probably somewhere singing Around my way they call me Jingle Queen Because I sing about everything I just do it, Nike Have it your way, Burger King Snap, crackle, pop, go Rice Krispies Maybe it's me You should call me the Jingle Queen When you're in need of dope melody you should call the Jingle Queen when you're in need. You should call me, call me the Jingle Queen. Oh, you should call the Jingle Queen. www.lorepen.com. That's L-A-U-R-E-P-E-N.com. And welcome back to the Sunday Chronicle. I am your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stacks 92.1 FM. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. Today, my special guest and sponsor is Miss Morgan Elizabeth Cole. And well, uh, should I say the committee or or should I say uh, the committee? The Yes. OK, so the committee for. Morgan Cole for 30th Circuit Court Judge. That is our sponsor for today. So we thank you, committee. (laughs) Thank you for this experience and talking with our listeners about not just running for office, because that's not why I have you on here. I just I have you on here because you're very active in the community. This is not your first run. I mean, that takes a lot. To run twice for a county seat. It absolutely does. And so I'm amazed and I have to give you a round of applause. <laughs> Everybody who's listening, I did a round of applause. <laughs> so thank you for that. Thank you for your service. This is, you know, it's not easy. And I know it's not easy being a candidate. It can be very thankless. You know, people can, you know, just verbally say things to, you know, that make you feel some type of way for a seat, there are very specific rules in place when you run for a judicial seat, correct? Yes, yes, there are. Yeah. And the minimum is you have to have five years of being a practicing attorney Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, being in standing with the bar to to do that. And then there's all these additional rules that you have to comply with. But running two races um, in two years or less is, is, is a lot. Um, but again, you know, it was important for me to show my girls and other people that you can lose and become, you know, be in second place with what seven people last time, um, yes, a lot. <laughs> and and still get up and try again. Yes, yes, and I I admire that, and I admire you uh, setting such a wonderful example for young ladies, and not just young ladies, but just people in general. You know, running a nice, clean campaign and. Um, just being approachable and down to earth um, because that is, I think that will help 
motivate people to just go for what they for what they want, you know? Absolutely. But I I have to say that negative campaigning is not is not my style, never will be my style. Mm-hmm. Um I'm an attorney, I'm licensed in the state bar and I you know work with the the local bench and attorneys mm-hmm. and I would I I see that concept of being a ne- a negative campaign um as really disrespectful disrespectful mm-hmm. to the people running disrespectful to the people who are voting um so i i i understand what you're saying but yes. um it's just not it's just not me well i'm i'm glad that you know and, and you've and you've you've kept your hands clean and you know no cheap shots and so i mean i'm i'm glad to see that and um you know so i just want to encourage you and i want to congratulate everyone that who has decided to run for a seat period because it takes a lot to become a target and i'm just going to say that it's not an easy thing to run for office because it's a certain level of exposure and transparency you have to have. Is there, has it been like some experiences that kind of shook you up either now or before when you ran for office? Certainly, certainly. Mm-hmm. And it does make you a, a target and to some extent, even your family. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, if you handle it with grace, um, people, the fact of the matter is there's just going to be people who, don't like you for whatever reason Mm -hmm. um, or aren't going to vote for you for whatever reason. And that is okay. Right. Um, But I, 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 it does take courage to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's, that's How has it changed you? Like from, let's say Morgan five years ago to now, the Morgan that has, you know, completed or, you know, in the process of, of completing a second run for a huge county seat? Like, how, what's changed? Um, well, certainly having three kids uh-huh. um, <laughs> has changed, but the meeting of so many different people in our community who have so many positive and awesome contributions to give or that they are already giving um, has been amazing. And the fact of the matter is, there could be a day that I need you mm-hmm. with my kids because right. my, you know, my daughter, you're a coach or whatever. Right, and, right. and I say, she's not listening. She's being rude and disrespectful at home. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's the reality of what this is. Right. Um, I am no different from all those other parents right. rushing to get in the carpool line, forgetting the, you know, folder here and there. I mean, it's just, but meeting everybody in our community and what they have to give and what they have to say is amazing. Well, I'm glad that you have um, answered the call, right? You've answered the call. This is a a very, I mean, it's tall order. And and so I just, again, I commend you for doing that. You've been out on the doors. I've seen you. I've seen your signs. I've seen the big signs. I said, oh, she's got the big one out now. She's bringing out the big guns. So, and so, I pounded those all in myself. Did you? And put up the zip ties myself. And you have been everywhere. You remember that song, I've been everywhere. Yeah. I've seen you everywhere. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I really have tried. Um, Ingham County has a great um, and diverse group of residents. Yeah. And so getting to the, the different areas and towns is, is very important to me. What are you hearing at the doors? Well, they're so appreciative. 
to, mm-hmm. you know, have someone come to their door and, and introduce themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still some people who have um, hesitations because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, you got to balance that out. But I'm hearing at the doors that, um, you know, they really love that there's a woman who has kids. Yeah. Um, I think this year because of everything that is going on, is highly likely to have a huge female um, voter turnout. Yes. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm just personal. I'm not, I'm not anybody else but me. And so I talk about real-life decisions and, of course, what I would do on the bench when it comes to um, the application of the law and, and findings of fact. But mm-hmm. um, my goal is just to every, everyone's on the same platform and on the same playing field. Right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm glad that, you know, you could step forward and say, hey, I want to do more. Right. Or what what could I do? Yes. That is more. Mm-hmm. And so that I mean, that takes a lot. And so what do you see? I would say, like, in the next five years, what are some of the goals, of course, besides, you know, running for judge and being in a judicial seat? What what are some of the things you'd like to see happen for Morgan? For Morgan? For Morgan. Um, I would love for our kids in, in Ingham County to have a partnership with other children mm-hmm. um, from different school districts within Ingham County to have a more diverse experience, to have friends. Yes. I mean, to... To have my son, who's you know in Meridian Township, be your son's buddy, virtual buddy, right? And and have that connection and community to to further the the DEI, the interaction, like virtual pen pals, or yes, something. like that virtual one? pen pals. Um, I would like you know substance abuse to stop being so hidden and and something that's not openly talked about, right? Um, right. It took me a while to even say you know. My mom was a drug addict. My mm-hmm. mom passed away in a drug home in Baltimore County, Maryland in 2008. Mm-hmm. It took a lot for me to even get there, but to realize that it's not a stigma and right. that there's so many people going through you know, similar cir- circumstances that need to feel comfortable to talk about it. And this is a real issue. This is a challenge for our communities plural. You know, this is one of those unspoken things that we have to be brave enough to share our experiences so others can be set free. Absolutely. While at the probate court currently, a great example would be with mental health cases. Mm -hmm. I noticed so much that we get these petitions for mental health and then those with private shirts would be discharged Mm -hmm. um, and wouldn't have follow-up care. And so the concept or what the thought process was then is that CMH could only process um, people who or handle people who were on Medicaid or, or Medicare, which meant a huge population of our, our um, residents were not having the appropriate mental health follow-up in order. And so... So you're saying with private insurance, a lot of people could not receive the care that they needed in this immediate area. Um Correct, or have someone oversee the mm-hmm. order, um, meaning CMH being the centralized yes, area. Yes. I worked with CM, CMH, uh, Judge Garcia, Chief Judge uh, D- Dunnings, uh, yes. Judge Sullivan, and Judge Byerly to create the Mental Health Tri-County Outreach. Yes. We were able to um, allocate funding and positions to CMH to get new um, staff to oversee private pay and accept private pay. 
and I think the statistics just for one year um, was almost at 90% compliance Mm -hmm. from the private pay individuals because they had direct oversight. Mm -hmm. And it was fantastic um, to have that because that was also the highest rate of recidivism. You don't get treatment, they're going to be here again on a a mental health order. And this is key. And And just what just popped up in my head is rehabilitation versus punishment, right? Unequivocally. And so to see these programs start to grow and develop and become relevant of this time period mm-hmm. is key. Like with me, I, I'm, I'm taking, you know, I'm, I'm looking and I'm seeing the court transform, right? Getting COVID proof or COVID prepared, however you want to mm-hmm. uh, categorize that. And, and I see different programs, uh being tailored to some of the problems or some of the challenges we have today, right? They're relevant for today and getting the backlog of cases worked on, having grant funding for those types of things. So I see it's moving. Mm -hmm. I see things are changing. What are some of the things that, uh, that you are, I would say, happiest about as far as the changes in the judicial or the the justice system in Mm -hmm. Ingham County? Some of those Um, good changes. Some of the great changes are are specialty courts from veterans court, mental health court, drug court, sobriety court. Um, Those are, those are huge. Uh, The backlog of cases following COVID Mm -hmm. is, is starting to, to move. Um, I think that having new changes in the court to focus on positive rather than negative um, has been huge. I mean, it's already a place that no one wants to be when they come in, right? No one is excited to be at circuit court. Right. Um, And so if we focus on the positive instead of just the negative, Mm -hmm. um, you know, people feel more fulfilled in the process that they're getting, um, the service they're, they're getting as well. And the, and the thing that I that I am um, pleased about is to see um, the the transforming of the justice system, where it's like technology, yeah. it's technically relevant, uh, working towards being uh, culturally relevant, right? Yes. So that's a, a huge. I'm a huge proponent of people viewing and having the court be viewed as a service not a place, which means accessibility. It means having technology, you know, readily available for those who can't travel or those who, you know, have hindrance. Zoom Zoom court. Yeah. Well, having virtual hearings, virtual filings, um, et cetera. And so I'm actually a huge proponent of that. I am currently doing a huge tech project in probate court to, to further that. So, um, yes, the court is a service. It is not a place. Yes, yes. And with that being said, our time is growing near. But is there something you'd like to leave with the listeners before you go? Well, that's a that's a I could leave many things. Um, the the most important is is thank you. Thank you to everybody um, for this process. I will say that out of um, the candidates that are running for this position, no one has the judicial experience that I have. I, I currently have my own docket, 
in probate to hear cases. Now, what's the docket for people who don't know? Oh, so it's the um, cases assigned okay. or hearings that you hold. Okay. So I deal with the mental health. Um, per, uh, they're called PRTs, but it's the initial mental health pickup order. Okay. Um, and then I have my regular docket with review hearings, account hearings, mm-hmm. uh, guardianships of both adults and minors, conservatorships for both adults and minors. So I oversee that, plus I oversee the entire um, staff that I manage, which are all um, fantastic people. Well, Morgan, I thank you for being here. Thank you. Um, I've enjoyed our conversation, and I just want to thank our listeners for being here today and um, just uh, as we chat a little bit about uh, the justice system and, and Morgan running for the seat. Uh, we appreciate that. We appreciate you, Morgan. And um, we just, we got to have you back, right? Yes. And um, I would love that. Yes. Yes. So if you want to get a hold of Morgan to ask her some questions, how can someone get hold of Miss Morgan Cole? Oh, well, there's many ways. Um, you could email me at morgancoleforjudge at gmail.com. Okay. Uh, you could send a message through Facebook uh, to Morgan Cole for 30th Circuit Court Judge. Uh, you could come see me if you're real excited um, <laughs> down at the probate court. Make an appointment, on my Yes, but on my breaks. <laughs> yes. um, so those are the, the main ways to, to, to get a hold of me. But if there's some other way. Because individuals have difficult times, um, let us know. We'll get to you. We'll find you. Thank you, Morgan. And thank you, everyone that is listening today. I want to thank you for being here and tuning in for this wonderful conversation with Miss Morgan Elizabeth Cole. She's running for uh, Circuit Court Judge, uh, 30th Circuit Court Judge um, in Glenningham County. And that's being said, people. I am Giannis Jackson. I am your host of the Sunday Chronicle, heard every Sunday morning on Stacks 92.1 FM. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. Make it a great day. <laughs>